Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Alva, and I am an extreme extrovert. So today is January 1st. Thank goodness we made it. Thank goodness. (laughs) Sorry if my, um, uh, my volume might be a little quiet today, but it's because I am waiting to get boarded on the plane... I'm on my way to Bemidji, very excited, I have a lot of things planned, um, I have until the 7th, so, it was very interesting, I walked through the airport today, and there was, uh, my old work, my old job, my old co-workers, I said hi, it was really fun, and, um, surprisingly very easy, because, I have spent a lot of time at the airport and, you know, some memories are, um, you know, mostly drinking with my friends or, like, going on flights, stuff like that. And, um, since my sobriety, it's been a little bit different. And so, I walked by, um, a blue door, I walked by some new restaurants, Chili's. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie, trying to find Terminal B or not terminal B, uh, it was terminal one, but then, like, the B section, (laughs) like, I, I didn't expect it to be so far, (laughs) I had to, like, go, um, up on the escalator, and down, and then up again, and then down, uh, it was a very, um, long, um, adventure, but, you know, it was fine, (laughs) lots of walking, but I eventually made it, so I was really happy about that. So I've never actually been to Bemidji before, but I'm very happy, I'm very excited to go. Um, I'm gonna just go with an open mind. I said goodbye to my partner, I said I would see you later. Um, it's very interesting because when you, um, you know, when you travel a lot, you kind of get used to being away from people sometimes. Um, I'm very used to going through security. Um, it's something that doesn't phase me at all anymore. It doesn't even scare me anymore. Um, it's something I'm just very used to. Um, I remember when I was little, I was always nervous, you know, I didn't like all the people, I didn't like, um, you know, the busy atmosphere, and it's funny how things change, I got kind of used to it, now for me it's kind of weird when there's like nobody, you know, there's like nobody sometimes in the airport now, basically because of COVID, and that's okay, because (laughs) that makes uh, security a lot less of a hassle. So, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, lots of good and bad things um, when it comes to COVID. But that's one of the more positive things that I do like is, like, security lines have been so short lately, and traveling has been so cheap, and um, as long as you, you know, follow the rules and quarantine yourself and have the ability to be healthy, you know, I don't find anything wrong with that. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you know, stay healthy, um, make sure, you know, my mental health is good. Um, it's hard to not have really bad, like, a good, um, mental health on holiday. Um, it's really easy, especially when you're on a trip, when somewhere is new. Um, even for business, even for job, it's, there's always a time where you're, like, just fascinated with, um, life, because everything's new. 
some places you do have to retreat to um, every once in a while. Arizona is one of the places that I go fairly often just because um, I have a lot of connections there. I also have family there, um, my home. Um, I consider Minneapolis my home, but I also consider Tucson my home because I, you know, I'm able, I have a place that I'm able to stay there and I um, go there fairly often to go visit my mom. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm planning on going there in June, hopefully, and um, just reconnecting with my mom after, you know, this whole sobriety. It was interesting because um, me and my mom have had a very interesting long relationship. Um, but as an adult, I really didn't um, hang out with her much until I flew. I was able to um, get money and fly down to Arizona about a few years ago uh, and rekindle with her. Uh, re, uh, kind of, you know, uh, how do you say that? Kind of um, make up for all the years, you know, kind of, we just sat, we drank, we had um, sake bombs. Um, it was actually really fun and we talked about life. And I was in my recovery, um, I started my recovery in 2017, so she knew that I was cutting down, and uh, but I wasn't completely sober at that time. And it was uh, interesting, it was interesting to see her in that light because I hadn't seen her in so long, 10 years actually. And, um, you know, before the 10 years, I had visited her, I think, when I was 25? And so, 25 or 26, I can't remember. And um, so it had been a while since I last saw her. I was a teenager, you know, 16, 17, something like that. Um, so, yeah, maybe a little less than 10 years. Yeah, oh no, it was, it was 10 years, maybe. Who knows, anyway. But you, you understand what I'm trying to say. And it was interesting, it's an interesting transition when you become an adult, and then you start, like drinking with your parents you know it's like all of a sudden like that whole transition of like adulthood like all some responsibilities not all responsibilities but some responsibilities that they really had to focus on um when growing up and caring for you you know no longer really um is relevant anymore you know because you're your own adult you're your own person and <coughs> excuse me you know, the responsibility kind of lessens after a while. And so it was really fun to connect with my mom through that because I had never seen her drink ever. Oops, sorry. <laughs> They're boarding somewhere. Um, but, yeah, anyway. I... It was just weird, and it was, it, but it was fun, too. And I really got to um, talk to her and really... Uh, see her as a person you know as a person the person that you became and the, she got to see the person that I became as well you know and that is something that is important it's always important to kind of be close to your family I think that's something that I thrive to do I thrive to be um, you know a family oriented person and to care for the people that are closest to me and show love towards me and I think that's just very important in general in life and as I get older uh, I just want to have you know my own family I want to have my own dreams um, 
And I kind of realized that. Family is just very important to me, and I want to make my own eventually. But anyway, <laughs> um, with all that sappy stuff, <laughs> I, uh, I just, um, really appreciate everybody that has been supporting me through my journey. I really, really, um, appreciate that. And I say that, um, honesty, honestly and uh, genuinely, because I don't think I would be the kind of person that I am if it weren't for the people that really took the time to appreciate me and love me and show me that, um, you know, regardless of faults, you can accomplish something. I know that um, everybody has dreams and ambitions. Everybody does. And when I was a young person, <laughs> like a young, younger person, I realized that I really, really enjoyed exploring. I really liked adventure. I liked travel. That was something that I had set my mind on. And um, my father, he was a traveler. All through my childhood, we always traveled places because he always wanted to go and get a job somewhere bigger and better. He always had a view of making life like wealthier or happier or more prosperous. And I think that's um, what I get from my father. This mindset of ev everything I do, I'm going to be better and smarter and um, sometimes even a perfectionist. I want to get stuff done. I want to be, you know, knowledgeable. I want to be aware. I want to learn. And I think that I really took those experiences when I would travel all around with my father. I would travel with him every year. Every year we'd go somewhere. He, um, we lived in Minneapolis when I was younger, but, um, we would travel to Cancun. One year we went to Cancun about three times just because he was really looking for a job. Um, and that's when I realized that travel is really accessible. It's kind of funny because when you think of a goal, right, even like college, even like getting that new job or whatever it is, like sometimes you have a mindset for yourself that you're like, oh, that's too tricky or I can't do that or that's too hard or something. But nothing is really actually restricting us. The only thing that is actually restricting us is our mind itself. You know what I mean? Because once you like take the first step, you already completed it basically. And that's what I realized. I realized like, hey, you know, this is something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go to college. I've always wanted to travel. I've always wanted to do things maybe outside of the norm. And when, when I say outside the norm, I mean like, you know, a young person getting married. I feel like when I was like, I grew up in uh, the 2000s. Um, I was born in 1992. <laughs> Oop, one minute. I think there's an announcement. I don't know if you can hear that, but um, they're saying that you... I don't know if you could hear that, but 
yeah, they made an announcement that everybody has to cover their face, stay six feet away, all the standard um, things, but um, it's just very interesting. Things are new. The Minneapolis airport also has definitely made some new, um, you know, new adjustments, new um, buildings, new um, businesses, new restaurants. Um, even this area I've never been in my life, it's super tiny. <laughs> um, and I travel fairly often. I travel all the time, actually. If not a few times in the year. And it's kind of funny, I've never been in this tiny terminal where there's like 12 seats. I'm over-exaggerating, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Sorry, there's 15 seats, but still, it's kind of tiny. <laughs> it's really tiny. And I've never been in such a small um, terminal. Um, I think the biggest airport that I've probably been to is the LA airport. That one was pretty big. Um, my sister said that the one in Japan, uh, there's one, I can't remember which one it was, but one in Japan that she went to, she said it was huge. Um, and she had to like take a bus to one of the other terminals. I've had to do that before. I think it was in Thailand. Um, I had to take a bus to the other terminals. And um, in Minneapolis, we have that too. They're like little trains, um, but they're not like buses, not like outside. Um, I think some airports do that and some don't. I don't know. Maybe all of them do. Who knows? I just don't take notice. <laughs> but um, I hope that everyone had a good new year. Um, for me, I woke up this new year feeling pretty refreshed. I didn't go out, I didn't drink, I didn't um, participate in staying up way too late. I did stay up to wait and look for the ball to drop, but that was about it. Other than that, I just kind of stayed at home and watched cheesy movies and had my um, free, F it's F-R-E, it's a wine um, champagne that they remove the alcohol from. Um, I had my non-alcoholic champagne, and it was great. <laughs> had some cheesecake, danced, um, dressed up. Um, I was with a few friends, and you know, it's still COVID-friendly gathering, but um, it was pretty nice and heartwarming to hang out with my partner and you know just enjoy each other after a while. Um, You know, I'm. it's interesting because I feel like I'm pretty young still. I'm not even 30, but I feel like I came to a point in my life where um, some things are just coming to an end. Like, I love like traveling and I think I'll always be an adventurer, but um, there comes a time where I have been really kind of thinking about life and um, talking to my partner about settling down eventually, um, having children. And, um, I don't know, that's just been on my mind lately. And it's not that you can't travel with children, because, um, you know, I traveled as a child when I was young. Um, it's just different, you know, different accommodations. 
like as a young person when I was like 21 18 to 21 I always kind of like to go to resorty places like touristy places like places where you could meet other young people from different places of the world and party and dance and you know romance all that crap <laughs> which I'm not saying that's not fun that's fun it is fun um it was fun and uh now I, it's just a little bit different. Now I just kind of seek out more um, relaxing activities, kind of like museums, um, art, trails, and um, you know that's just something that I'm gonna have to keep in mind. You know, I it's kind of funny, but um, I took um, my sister's dog. Her name is Bindi. Very, very well-behaved dog. And I'm not over-exaggerating. Like, some people are like, oh, my dog is so well-behaved. And then they jump on you and scratch your face. No, no, she's not like that. Um, she is actually pretty, like, tame. She's very, like, it's just her character. She just, we're just lucky. Um, she is a chihuahua dachshund mix. Which you'd think that she would be barky, nervous, just wild and she actually is really really calm in nature and she does not she loves kids she does not bite she will play bite sometimes um but that's all dogs we just tell her not to or like you know um push her off the couch if she's being too bitey or whatever and i don't know she's just very very well behaved and so um i had to bring her um to a hotel that i was staying at because um i had to bring her because i couldn't leave her at home because my sister was out traveling and i was um you know had to do the same <laughs> and she was there so um i had to book a hotel with um that allowed pets which was really new for me because i've always been a kind of i don't want to say a solo traveler because this is technically my first solo trip but um i've always kind of had um my own hotels <laughs> i've always had my own places um when i travel even my own like airbnbs um apartments stuff like that i've always kind of had my own stuff and so um even if i was traveling with a group of people or meeting people somewhere else um like i was meeting some friends in new york um one year and i stayed with a friend um at his family's apartment so like i've always kind of you know been around people but sometimes you know not really anyway long story short um it was my first time kind of bringing a pet along because i've never brought a pet um on my adventures and at first i was like oh great this is gonna be really tricky you know i'm gonna really have to um i'm really gonna have to try to accommodate you know find hotels that accept pets um there might be a fee um, how am I gonna, like, you know, blah, blah, she's not really a big dog, so it wasn't really that hard, but it actually was a pretty good experience, it wasn't that hard, if I had a bigger dog, maybe it'd be different, but, um, she was small, and super well-behaved, I'm not even over-exaggerating, and <laughs> it was amazing, so, um, I guess with that, um, story being said, um, you know, even though lives change and things happen, um, I think that traveling can still be an uh, opportunity for people. Um, even when you're sober, <laughs> like me, it still can be fun. And I'm really hoping that, um, you know, 